What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show, Harmonic Whiskey Tales. There's fucking wires everywhere in my in my office. I've been working from home a lot, and there's just monitors and things, and so I'm trying to get the mic stand over the thing, and oh, it's very stressful. Anyway, um, so this is the uh, so if you haven't um, tuned in before, what I like to do when the Formula One um, Grand Prix happen, I like to do a little special. Uh, weekend of uh, episodes firstly uh, summarizing the qualifying and then the race um, <laughs> this weekend it's the Canadian Grand Prix uh, we had the quali kind of this morning Australian time so um, obviously if you haven't seen that yet don't listen to this because it's going to be full of spoilers so um, so what I'll do is kind of go through the results of quali talk to you about what's been going on and then read you a few quotes from uh <laughs> the top drivers um it was pretty good uh qualifying session actually um did i say this is high harmonic whiskey tales i don't know if i did i'm a bit frazzled i've been working from home all weekend so i'm a little bit mangled so and i'm not drinking whiskey i'm drinking tea it's middle of the afternoon so um, i'm saving my whiskey drinking for this evening when the cricket is on and actually cricket um world cup obviously going on at the moment i've been doing the um occasional episode kind of summarizing a few days at a time um i might wait until tonight's game with india and uh australia and then summarize that game and obviously the england game that happened yesterday but England won, so yes, get in, motherfuckers, come on. And uh, come on, India, let's beat these Aussie fuckers tonight. That would be great as well. Oh, excuse me. Okay, so let us go to the four-minute fucking one. So I was going to do one on the sort of after the practice session, but not a whole lot happened. I mean, Hamilton crashed in, pre in practice too, right at the beginning, and fucked his car up. He was kind of just like exploring the limits of the track, which if you get that wrong in Canada you hit a wall, which is exactly what he did. And he's fucked up his old rear end of his car. So they had to like replace the gearbox and all new suspension and blah, 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 all that kind of shit. So, um, so that was a bit of a fucker for him because he generally in practice too, you go through your long runs and figure out what's going on with, um, all the, all your setups and what tires are good and, you know, what, what works, what doesn't, all that kind of stuff. So he lost all of that, essentially. So he's going into the race a little bit blind, but I think he'll be all right. Um, and then obviously it kind of impacts the third practice session, which the people generally just focus on trying to get that quality pace up. So he had to do a bit of both in that session um, and did all right, actually. Um, so... Yes, so let qualifying, let us take you through the results and then I'll talk you through a few of the performances in there, I think. So, uh, P1, Sebastian Vettel, well done, mate. He did a really good job, beat Hamilton by about two tenths of a second, um, put in a really good lap, um, really impressive. And it was weird because actually most of the weekend, Charles Leclerc, his teammate, um, has uh was outperforming him and he sort of kind of just stepped it up when he needed to so he's um yeah could this sign a little turnaround for, for ferrari hopefully it'd be good um i mean i'm a Hamilton mercedes fan but um you can't not like ferrari so you know there we go so hang on let me just talk you i'll talk you through the results first before i waffle about everyone because um i've done that before and then it's really confusing to figure out where the fuck i'm up to so yeah p1 sebastian vettel with a one minute 10.240 lewis hamilton p2 one minute 10.446 charles leclerc for ferrari a one minute nine no one minute 10.9 uh then the standout performance i think was daniel ricardo for renault 
111 dead. Um, so still a bit off the pace of Ferrari and Mercedes, but not far off. I mean, that's impressive. I mean, really impressive. So <laughs> I don't know if that's like genuine pace or just an incredible lap or a bit of both, or if Renault are starting to figure things out and Ricardo's actually starting to get the hang of his car or what. But anyway, it's awesome. So there we go. That was some P4, Daniel Ricardo, P5, Pierre Gasly for, for Red Bull. Pretty good lap from him. Uh, P6, Bottas, not great from him. I mean, yeah, not great. Um, P7, Nico Hulkenberg for Renault. P8, Lando Norris for McLaren Renault. Uh, P9, Carlos Sainz for McLaren Renault. Um, big difference in their times, actually. So obviously Sainz had an issue. Uh, Kevin Magnussen qualified P10 for Haas. He didn't actually get to go out on that session because right at the end of the qualifying two session he um he just bend it into the wall in the last corner so he couldn't go out um and i don't know what i think because they've got a repair they i mean the whole back of the car is fucked so they're gonna have to change the engine and all sorts so he's probably gonna have to start from the pit lane so it's a bit of a shame for him but at least he made it through so i mean he he, he did a good job to do that especially considering uh roman grosjean qualified 15th but yeah Anyway, so that was the top 10. Then P11, you've got Max Verstappen. He um, essentially, he tried to get through into the qualifying, the third qualifying session using the medium tyre, which the Mercedes and Ferrari managed to do, which means that's the tyre they start the race on because that gives them an advantage. They can go longer into the race. Everyone else had to use a soft tyre to get through into the top 10. Um, but Verstappen thought he, he could do it. Um, but he couldn't so he had to try on his second run he put on the soft tires and tried to go out and do it and on his lap which he would have easily made it into the top 10 uh nico hulkenberg crashed and then it meant everyone behind him couldn't get a lap in which was max verstappen among other people so that kind of fucked him up but i mean the only bonus for that is is he starts p11 which means he can choose whichever tires he wants to start the race on and kind of carve up through the field which he should be able to do because you can pass around canada so that's going to be quite entertaining to watch to see how well he does there. So, oh, hit the mic, sorry. Uh, so that was P11. So P12, Daniel Kvyat. P13, uh, that's for Toro Rosso Honda. He did well. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo. Again, he did well there. Um, Albon, Alexander Albon for Toro Rosso. He got P14. P15 was Roman Grosjean. He had a little issue in second qualifying session and didn't actually get a time in. Um, I don't know what happened with that. I miss, I must have missed that bit. But anyway, never mind. I, I did watch this very early this morning, so um, I was a bit. I didn't even, even had a cup of tea, so I tend not to pay attention so much when, when that happens. Um, from 16 down, we've got Sergio Perez for Racing Point, Kimi Raikkonen 17th hour from Mayo, Racing Point again, Lance Stroll P18. So that's every race this season. He's not managed to get out of the top or the bottom four, so that's not great from him. Um, and then you've got George Russell and Robert Kubica for Williams. Um, Russell was just massively outperforming Kubica. Like he almost a second quicker round there. I mean, he's, it's such, a, I keep saying this, but it's such a shame that he's not in a better car because he'd be at right at the top. Like he'd be outperforming and doing incredible things. And But there isn't a seat for him. There just is not a seat for him. I mean, I reckon if um, Bottas continues to not, well, I don't know. I mean, he's been doing really well, but this race he's just had a bad, an off weekend, and last weekend 
was just unlucky. So it's not like you can say, oh, you know, he's not going to get a seat next year. But yeah, it's a shame for Russell. Hopefully Williams can sort their shit out. They've got some specs upgrades coming soon for their car. So hopefully that sorts it out and gets them a bit closer to the, um, uh, well, to the, you know, to the rest of the pack because they're way off the pace at the moment. So, um, I mean, the fact that, I mean, Williams are getting closer to Racing Point. Racing Point are struggling, but they're getting closer to him. So, I mean, they're heading in the right direction. So, I mean, that's good. That's good. So, well done to them. Um, so, yeah, let's take you through the standout performances. So, Giovinazzi was a great result for him for Alfa Romeo because he's actually outqualified Kimi Raikkonen, which is great. And he's been under a bit of pressure. So, that's good for him. Uh, the Toro Rossos were a bit off the pace. Um, I don't know why. They, yeah, it's weird. I'm not quite sure why they're off the pace this week. But, um, yeah. But, I mean, both the drivers are still consistently doing well. They're all, you know, Kvyat and Albon are, you know, within a tenth or two of each other. So they're, you know, pushing each other along, which is great for the team. So they did well. Verstappen, that's the big fuck-up from Red Bull there. I think, I don't know if that was arrogance or them trying their hardest to... They just thought they had enough speed with Max to get the car through on the medium tyres, which would have given them a really good advantage in the race. Um, they actually split their strategies there because Pierre Gasly straight away went out on the soft, so he got through with no problems, which is why he's up in P5. So, I mean, he could have been looking at a P4 and P5 for them, or at least a P4 for Verstappen. Obviously, Ricardo would have split them. But, um, but yeah, I mean... It gets Ricardo on the second row of the grid, which is just fucking amazing. Anyway, um, so yeah, a bit yeah for Red Bull there. I mean, they took a chance, which I guess you have to. So you can't really criticise them, and it's not. A, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, they've got the choice of their tyres from starting from P11. A good start from Verstappen, probably get him a few places. He's got the speed in the car to overtake people. So I, I predict he's going to have a good race and probably finish top five, for top six tomorrow. Um, I, I, I imagine he'll manage to do that. Um, the main issue is going to be, I mean, I think he'll be able to get past the McLarens. The Renaults are looking quick. Um, and then obviously you've got Bottas back there. So that's that's probably the challenge for him. He might kind of get up to Bottas and kind of be stuck behind him and not have the pace because Mercedes looks really quick. So um, so that's going to be an interesting one. So watch out for Verstappen. He's going to be charging through the pack. That's going to be pretty good. Um uh, let's see who else Magnussen yeah shame for him he's probably going to start from the pits which might mean Verstappen then starts one place up or they may I don't know if everyone jumps up a place or if they just keep the spot empty I'm not sure how that works so um, so anyway we'll see we'll see Science might be under actually I want to check to see if that <coughs> um, Science blocked Alexander Albon in the first part of the quali um and he was getting investigated, but I don't know if anything's happened with that. It hasn't said anything. Um, just flicking through quick. Can't see anything. So I think that's okay. So he's going to be all right. Um, and let's see who else. Yeah, great for McLaren. They've really turned their shit around and they're doing well. They're kind of consistently getting in the top 10 now. They're understanding their car. The Renault power is getting it's more reliable and the power's slowly coming so they're getting much more competitive so now it's like they settled down a bit and Renault as a team are pushing forward and that's helping the engine development which is helping McLaren as well and as a team McLaren are pushing forward and sorting themselves out so I think watch out for Renault and McLaren Renault because they're going to be 
pushing the the top three teams very soon, I think. Um, so look out for them. And now Ricardo. It was weird with Ricardo because when he started for the team, he wasn't doing particularly well. He, I mean, I suppose once you've been, if you've been driving in a Red Bull for so many years, you're used to certain things and the way the car drives and how it brakes and all that kind of stuff. And when you go into a new car, you don't really understand. Well, it's not, you, don't you don't have the feel that you, you had in your old car. You have to learn how it behaves especially under braking braking is so important in this sport and that's why Ricardo's so quick because he's, he's probably the best on the brakes in the sport apart from maybe like Hamilton or maybe Verstappen or something so he's right up there and it's I think it's just taken him these few races to actually start getting the hang of the car and they've obviously started being able to set the car up how he likes and develop it in a direction that he likes or can handle or you know get his head around so he's really starting to shine and now from Hulkenberg having really strong performances at the start of the year, you're starting to see Ricardo's class and talent because he's starting to outperform him. I mean, the, the the lap he put in in Monaco the other week was incredible as well to qualify where he did. And it was just Renault as a team that fucked up the strategy. So my only worry for tomorrow is they're going to fuck up the strategy again for him. So I hope they don't. Um, so fingers crossed they'll get it right. But I think they know that's an issue. So... I think it'll be okay, but you have to um, worry a bit about that. So, you know, Red Bull could jump Renault just through strategy because they're just spot on with their strategy most of the time. So, um, and they're willing to take chances and be very reactionary and react very quickly. So, yeah, it'll be interesting what happens with that. And then, um, so yeah, I mean, that that lap by Ricardo that got in P4 was just incredible. I mean, he was just, he was like a tenth of a second off the Ferrari of, of Leclerc. So, and Leclerc didn't have a great lap, but it was, you know, still impressive, like really impressive. So, and then to outqualify both Red Bull cars, that's going to be, be nice for him because obviously he's come from Red Bull. So, um, yeah, Leclerc, I don't know what happened. He just had a scrappy quality session, just a few little mistakes here and there. Couldn't quite get the car planted where he wanted it to be. Um, same with Bottas. He just had this kind of scrappy quali, like the, on his in Q3, so the final top 10 shootout for quali. The first um, hot lap he was doing, he spun the car in the second corner. Um, so that destroyed that lap. And what was weird was that they he came back in, but then they held him to go out with everyone else when everyone else was going out rather than sending him out. And there was like a two minute window where no one was really on the tracks where everyone was like doing their in laps, coming to get new tires, refuel, and then out they go again. But I feel like they could have got Bottas out sooner and just sent him out and had a clear track. And I don't know, but they didn't. And then there was a bit of traffic and he had to slow down a bit. And so his, his out lap to prepare the tires and all that kind of shit, which I've talked about before, you need to get the tyres in a really good operating window to get the best out of them. And um, his warm-up lap wasn't ideal and it kind of affected his lap, I think. So, I mean, to be... I mean, it's half a second off Hamilton, at least, or just over half a second, six tenths. So it's like, yeah, it's not great. Um, but I guess, you know, you're going to have weekends like that, I suppose. And, you know, you can have a good race tomorrow because the, the the race pace of the Ferrari, of the Mercedes look really good. So that's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Um, and you know, right there amongst Gasly and Hulkenberg and Ricardo, and that's going to be a ding dang doozle of a fight that is. So, and the top three, I mean, Vettel wasn't particularly flattering about his race pace, and Mercedes looked good for their race pace. So, I mean, you know me, I'm still going to probably pick Lewis to win it, but um, 
Ferrari have got a really good chance of getting getting the win here. And you kind of almost want to see it because it'd be nice to see Vettel win because he's had a tough few months with his team. So it'd be nice to see him win. So we'll see how that goes. So, uh, But his lap was great. I mean, two temps clear of Hamilton on a track where Hamilton's fucking amazing on. Um, he was super... If you look at the... Um, if you watch it and um, when he gets interviewed after the race after the quality session by Jensen Button um, like on the track he was just buzzing like full of adrenaline he's like a little kid <laughs> I'm saying how, how good the car felt and it just kept getting nicer and nicer and just right in the zone so that's I think why he had such a good lap so um, and even Hamilton was just like he wasn't he, he's not that wasn't that disappointed he's like yeah well you know we we got the most out of it that we could and uh, maybe actually hang on why don't I read you the what they said rather than just randomly remembering what they said from what I watched at like 7am this morning <laughs> so um, here we go so this is what uh, Vettel said he says I'm full of adrenaline you know what the feeling in the car when it just keeps coming and the feeling it felt so good I enjoyed it and I'm very happy and happy for the team over the last few races it's been very tough so yeah great for him great for the team they needed it and they needed a lift and you almost want to see that happen because it seemed like Mercedes were just running away with it so they needed something good to happen for him and that performance by Vettel was just incredible so um, really good from him Um, uh, and then Lewis goes on to say I don't feel disappointment we gave it everything I had Um, uh, they were faster and in the last sector they were killing us Uh, the timing was right procedures were perfect we had uh, P1 for a second but we knew they were quick so yeah I mean he, he put in a great lap and you know and he, he managed to split the two Ferraris which was pretty impressive so um, but like I said Leclerc struggled and maybe if Leclerc didn't struggle we would have been up there as well so excuse me so yeah um, so yeah actually Leclerc says uh, I don't really know I struggled with the car and with the setup I struggled with Q1 so I need to work with that on trying to have the right setup for the final Q3 time. Congratulations to Seb, he deserves it. And hopefully I'll have a better race from my side tomorrow. So yeah, that's good. Uh, and then we've got uh, Danny Ricardo. Here we go. June 8th is a good day for me. Five years ago today, I got my first win here. Today was kind of uh, was kind of crazy in a way to end up fourth. But, um, but through qualifying... It really looked like we had the pace. Gasly was only 0.4 seconds up the road, and we thought Gasly was a re- was a realistic target. Um, did we think that? Um, did we think that would put us fourth and only 0.1 seconds from Leclerc? Not really. It's just an accumulation of spending time with the team, feeling more at home with the car, and getting more on top of the differences between this car and the Red Bull. So yeah, that's what I was saying. So he's, it's got a, you know, his direct competitors have got to be worried now because he's getting the hang of that car and knowing how to drive it and as soon as he's good on gets the hang of the brakes on that thing like people are in trouble so um i tell you next year for renault could be a huge year for them i I really do believe that um by signing ricardo and the money they're putting into the team and the development of it and the engines getting better and i really think next year the year after is going to be huge for them so um, obviously, with all the big rule changes are coming in in 2021, that's going to be a factor. But yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, it's um, it's exciting. So yeah, that that's that. Um, pretty good quality session, I've got to say. So yeah, check it out if you get a chance. It was quite exciting. Um, worth checking out for sure. And uh, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow with the race summary. Um, it's going to be on super early in the morning tomorrow morning. Um, luckily it's a 
long weekend here, even though I am actually working all weekend and tomorrow, but I'm working from home so I can, um, I'll probably get up and start working and stick the stick the um, race on, on my laptop on the side and uh, watch other work. So I'll, um, once that's done, I'll probably do a little review at lunchtime and get it up and online sort of early afternoon tomorrow, Australian time that is. So yes, there we go. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, email me at podcast at Harmonic Whiskey Tales if you want to get in touch. Um, and uh, tell your friends about it. Get them to subscribe. Give us a review on, on what's it called? iTunes, all that jazz. Um, I hope everyone's enjoying the podcasts. I think I'm getting better with them. A bit more relaxed. A bit of variation in what I'm doing with the sports stuff and the kind of the gadgets and the random rants and the guests I I get on whenever I can, hoping to have a few on soon. We couldn't do the social thing because uh, the unicorn was hungover yesterday. So we were going to do one yesterday, but yeah, we couldn't do that. So we're going to aim for early next week sometime for that one. So let you know what's going on in and around Sydney. But um, if you're in Sydney, Vivid Festival is happening at the moment. So you can get down there if you want to be crowded and jostled by a load of fucking people, then go for it. Um, if you don't want to do that and want a bit more quietness, then head up into Taranga Zoo and you've got to pay for that ticket, but it should be a bit quieter. And um, obviously the money goes towards Taranga Zoo's um, uh, conservation efforts. So, yeah, get up there and um, give them a go. Plus, if you go at night, I think you can get the ferry over there So from Circular Quay. So that's really always a really great ferry ride. Um, so, yeah, give that a go. It's actually a really good way to do it. So... I mean, if you actually buy the ticket, you get the ferry ride for free, essentially. So, yeah. Top little travel tip there from uh, everyone here at Harmonic Whiskey Tales. Um, thanks for tuning in. And we'll be back tomorrow with the race summary. And I think I might do a little cricket summary of the last few days of the, what's been going on in the Cricket World Cup. So uh, come on, India, tonight. I hope you beat Australia. Um, just so I can rub it in a few people's uh, faces at work. That would be fun. Um, and although you know we did lose to Pakistan so anyway um, what are you going to do so yeah cheers guys and uh, we'll be back soon thanks a lot bye